Hi everyone and welcome to this July 4th edition of Thank You Now What. It's a bonus recap that we're going to do. I'm your producer Ben Murray and Matt DeVivo will be hosting in a minute. Earlier Matt was being interviewed about the podcast and we thought we'd stay on the line to do a quick check-in on what we've been doing and where we want things to go. So is this um, a labor of love right now? It's not, it doesn't sound like it's providing an income for either of you. Yeah, it won't. So we figured that if we are asking people to come on and tell like very personal stories um, in the in, in the interest of human interest or reaching out to other people like them, that anything that we bring in, we want to put to a good cause. Okay, take care. Bye. Bye. And now we get into our recap. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, and welcome to our 4th of July bonus episode of Thank You Now What? Ben, after producing four episodes of the podcast now, have you spoken to your local recruiter? <laughs> not not yet, Matt. <laughs> not yet. Are you haven't, sure? haven't really been outside the house much with this whole pandemic thing in New York. Yeah. Have you, uh, have you looked at the age requirements? Just let me dream. <laughs> Let me have my hopes and dreams, Matt. Okay. Um, we're going to, uh, I guess I should say, like, happy 4th of July to our listeners. Uh, our country's going through some shit right now, but it's still the greatest country ever. So we got our episode out on Memorial Day. It yep. actually happened. Now it's July 4th. Now you're listening to the episodes. Like, how's it going? Are we are we hitting it? Are we getting in the direction you wanted? Yeah, I think that we are, you know, we're going in the right direction. It's interesting to see, people have texted me, like, their rankings. We have three episodes, and they're like, this one's the best, this one's second best, and this one's third. Like, thanks, I didn't, I don't remember hiring a focus group just yet. But they like it for different reasons. I mean, whether they like the person, you know, the speaker, the energy, the story, the level of openness. I know our most recent episode about Nate, people are really, um, people really appreciate, you know, like his, his openness about uh, what he was going through and all that. So, you know, and, and people appreciate about Micah, um, you know, his working through business issues uh, and his like determination and people like about Tara, you know, her energy and her personality and her determination to find what it is out there that, uh, really that she's going for, you know? And I think that we're going to have like four out of our first five or, uh, like three out of our first six people on be like green berets. And, you know, we want, we definitely want to, I mean, but that's, I guess my network in action. But we, we definitely want to show people who are diverse in where they came from in the military and what they're doing now and their personal lives uh, in education and where they came from. Who's your top five to interview you eventually? To interview me? Yeah, a lot of people have been asking, when are you going to have an episode done on yourself? I probably won't do one for a while. Maybe I'll do one for like the 50th episode or the 100th episode or something like that. But for now, I don't really want it to be about me. I think that the content is all about the people that we have on. And I'm just here to make sure that the delivery vehicle for their stories is as good as it can be. I thought it was cool to see how you have a list and the people we're going to interview, it fills up fast. Yeah. People are more than willing. Has that been a, to participate? Has that been a surprise or what you expected? Actually, yeah, because 
from a personal standpoint, I would not want to be interviewed. <laughs> uh, but I think that they trust us, right? Both of us, right? Because you're, you're, you know, seasoned professional uh, in in the in the production space, and me, they're like, okay, maybe I could trust this guy because he wouldn't want to put out there anything that he wouldn't be comfortable with saying, and he's a veteran. So I think that people see us and they, you know, in the way we explain it to them, they're willing to come on, and that's great. I've been getting really good feedback. How, how have responses been on, on your end? Any surprises? Same thing. Like uh, we, I've had people who I haven't connected with in a while reach out, so that's been pretty cool. Uh, they say, hey, you know, I saw this post on Instagram or saw this post on LinkedIn or whatever, and, uh, you know, it's good to hear your voice. It's interesting, the people that you're talking to. I'm like, man, that's great. I've had, you know, our closer friends will give us some more honest feedback. So, you know, I've had people texting me, like, as they're listening to an episode, like, hey, you should have talked about this. And I was like, have you finished the episode yet? No. Okay, well, we'll get there. Uh, but I'll, I'll never uh, shy away from that level of engagement. I think it's great. So, um, yeah, I mean, we just want people to listen. And, oh, yeah, so I made, like, quick, very quick mention of this in a support segment, but my friend Rye texted me. First off, he was the first one to listen to any episode of the podcast because he has a newborn. So we launched at, like, at midnight, our first one. It was midnight on Memorial Day. And I woke up at, like, 5 or something, and he had already texted me a couple hours earlier. He said, great episode. (laughs) Like, yeah, my kid won't go to sleep. And anyway, a couple days later, he texts me and says, "Have you ever have you thought about changing the logo?" I was like, "Yeah, sure, but I you know I don't know how to. I'm not a graphic designer." I said, "Hey, look, if you're volunteering your services, then go right ahead." Two seconds later, he texts me three different versions of the logo, and he says, "Which one do you want?" Like he already he had already done it, so. Like, man, this is great. Uh, yeah, number two. Here we go. Send it over. And we updated it like that. So that was like, that was great, you know, to have people out there that not only listening right away, but, you know, willing willing to help in whatever way they can. So that was really great. I say this over and over again, but I think it bears reiteration. Um, we're not just appealing to veterans or people in the community. We're appealing to everyone, anyone who... Uh, is, you know, after a human interest story, anyone who at any point would consider changing careers and wants to know what people go through when they do that. And honestly, coming out of the military is one of the, mo- one of the more severe career changes that you could do uh, because so much of your life is entangled in it and, and your next career is very different. And just people who want to know, like, what the hell is a veteran other than you know, some guy in a camouflage uniform who gets off the airplane with a sign. And uh, I want to have more honest conversations about what it's like because I don't think a lot of people, and I saw it, I've seen it too. I've been out for five years now. And when you work in an office or you work on a job with people, they're like, oh, you were in the military. Great. Well, thank you for your service. And, uh, and, and that's great. 
and you're like, cool, do you want to like hear what I think about stuff? Or they're like, oh, well, you know, my grandmother, my grandfather was in the military and, and I just, you know, I love that and, and it's great. And you're like, well, actually, you have three people in the military here on your team at work and the three of us did like totally different things. And now we do pretty different things too. And I don't think people really go below surface level a lot. Yeah, I think people are scared to, or not scared, but you know, you don't want to step on toes or offend people. And I do think it's it's a tough thing to approach because you don't want to offend. And it's, yeah, the irony so in that many things you can. The irony behind that is it's incredibly hard to offend a veteran. It really, it really is, you know. Um, and but think about it like I have no idea what that experience is like so I don't even know where to begin to ask questions yeah I don't know just be like hey when you're deployed do you just like go to a cafeteria or what is that (laughs) or is all your food freeze-dried like you can ask a question that's that basic and someone will just tell you a story you know it doesn't have to be like some action sequence from a war movie it can just be like, what's the, hey man, what's the food like, <laughs> right? What's it like going to another part of the world you've never been for a year and you get to bring like two bags or, yeah, talk, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, what's it, what's it like meeting someone who doesn't speak your language, wonders what you're doing in their country and you have a gun and they don't, uh, I mean, anything, like friggin' anything really, yeah. I get that it's, it's not about you, but I think something you do bring to it every time is the Coast to Coast Foundation. Yeah. I, I want to hear about that. So that's a, an organization you're part of. And aside from the ad read, I think now's an opportunity to, I want to hear about your experience with them. Uh, yeah. So the Coast to Coast was started by um, a couple of buddies of mine um, who were both Green Brace. And they... Started in honor of our friend Ryan, who was killed in action in 2012 in Afghanistan. Um, and, uh, you know, a couple of years after that happened, one of my friends, Chris, he was like, you know what, I just want to go ride a motorcycle across the entire country and talk to people about my friend and uh, use it as kind of like a... Uh, uh, you know, like a like a mind healing mechanism, I guess. And so he, you know, the first year he got a couple people to join him for a little bits of the way. I think one person joined him for the entire ride. And for the last six years or so, it's grown um, to you know when when we stop in Washington D.C., there's like a hundred people riding from whatever meetup point like to Arlington Cemetery. Uh, but people come on and jump off throughout the whole thing. And, uh, you know, we stop in like a dozen different cities and, and sit down and talk to people. We put on events, uh, you know, for fundraising. We do stuff like, uh, you know, raffles and concerts and stuff like that. But really we want to show people that, um, they're part of a broader community that really hasn't forgotten what their families uh, contributed to our country being free. And 
Yeah, it's grown. I mean, we're planning for the seventh ride right now. You know, the COVID has thrown some challenges our way, but there still will be a ride. So start in California, go through Texas, end up at Fort Bragg, uh, Washington, D.C. Last year we came to New York City. This year, don't know if New York City is going to be ready for us. Um, But it always sort of centers on Labor Day. Labor Day comes right in the middle, lasts for a couple weeks. So, I mean, it's a great time. And it's a gruel, man, if you haven't ridden a motorcycle across the entire country. It's about, for me to get all the way back home, it's about 5,000 miles total. You know, between four and 5,000 miles with all the twists and turns uh, and detours we take. So, if you haven't ridden a motorcycle 5,000 miles over two weeks, um, you're missing out. But... You know, there's, so there's a lot of ways to participate without doing the whole thing. Yeah, basically, if you live anywhere in between New York and LA, and you own a motorcycle, like you could, <laughs> you could come ride, you know, for a day or two or whatever. We had a guy last year who started riding with us in Colorado Springs, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll ride from Colorado to Amarillo," and then the next day he's like, "Yeah, I'll ride to Dallas," and then after a couple days there, he goes. Yeah, you know, I, I don't have a lot to do back home. I'm going to keep on riding. And <laughs> so, you know, we just picked up, uh, I mean, we'll pick up people and they'll stick around for however long. And, and uh, you know, it's fun. And it's, it's a community-based thing. And it's, uh, it's a really good time. And you actually feel like you accomplished a lot at the end. You know, like, the, we... The, final ride or one of the final days depends if we're moving north or south but uh we ride into arlington national cemetery uh if we can get the bikes in there but we'll show up at arlington national cemetery and um you know go around to all the graves in section 60 which if you don't know section 60 of uh, the cemetery is where everyone who's been killed on active duty is mostly buried since the beginning of the uh, of the current wars, and yeah, we'll go around and say a few words at at each one of the graves, and uh, you know, overwhelmingly, it's the words are said by people who've known that person, right? Um, which is you know a, a pretty humbling experience when you get to go to the cemetery, and you know, even sometimes it's by their parents. Who have who've come along for the ride, and uh, or other family members or just teammates, but um, you know it's incredibly moving by the time you get there because you've spent the last two weeks, you know, riding with these people, getting to bullshit every night and have a drink, share stories, talk to talk to people in whatever city you're in, and then uh, and then continue on. So by the time you're done with that. You're sort of like emotionally fatigued, physically fatigued, and then the payoff of actually going and seeing what it was all for um, is really big. All right, I know you got to get going. Is there so anything else? I mean, happy fourth. We've made it this far, and there's an unlimited future for putting out these episodes. It's awesome to see the participation and the responses we're getting, so it's pretty exciting to be a part of that. Yeah, it is. 
Oh, we just got off the phone with, uh, the school newspaper, for lack of a better term. <laughs> uh, so, we'll, uh, hopefully be seeing something come out, uh, for the, for the Wharton website, you know, about the two of us who happen to go to business school together connecting to make this happen. So, more press, more subscribers, hopefully, more listeners. That's what we're after. All right. Are we uh, Are we good? I think so. It's a good check-in. I'm going to get to work editing and oh, yeah. something Tw to uh, Like post. 20 minutes tops. 20 minutes tops. <laughs>